Well, hey everyone, and welcome to episode number twenty twenty six. Episode number twenty six of your questions, God's questions. Uh, twenty to twenty five, twenty eight. 26, yeah, wow, we've done 26 episodes, so this is the 26th, so welcome, and thank you so much for tuning in, and as usual, I always encourage you to share this with other folks. I have uh, have see, I see when people share, or when they share, at least share through Facebook, so I encourage you to do that, and I encourage you as well to look back through all the questions that we've done, all 25, and see maybe if you... Uh, have an answer to one of your questions there and uh, maybe something that would help somebody else. And you can go ahead and share that with others. And thank you so much for doing that. We have started the section of this that is God's questions. Um, But if you have others, you can send them in and uh, do that at citypointchurch.ca slash contact. And you'll also find my contact information on our website and Facebook pages as well. And I remind you to join with us on uh, Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. as we are continuing our services online until uh, hopefully the 20th of September where we will transition back to Cineplex at Complex Distante in Brossard. So today we are dealing with a question uh, that ends one of the books of the Bible. And uh, it ends the book of Jonah. Now, you may remember Jonah as the guy who got swallowed up by the whale. And a lot of times what people do with the book of Jonah is they say, well, come on, how can, how can that really be true that somebody was actually swallowed up by a whale and survived? And, you know, we almost look at this in almost like it's some sort of kid's tale or something. Uh, but there are tremendous truths in the book of Jonah about the character of God. I don't know if you've ever wrestled with the question or heard it asked by somebody, well, you know, God seems so mean and so cruel and so violent and so angry in the Old Testament, but Jesus is so kind and so gentle and so loving. And so we like the God of the New Testament, but we don't really like the God of the Old Testament. Well, you need to read the book of Jonah if you struggle with that, because here you have an illustration Uh, that ends in a question. And this whole book is designed to put the question of the character of God um, under close examination and to show the mercy in particular of God. And mercy is when people get something that they don't deserve. So uh, people deserve justice People deserve uh, the wrath of God. But in this book of Jonah, we see the mercy of God on display. And uh, this is a beautiful illustration of this. And so the whole book is designed to help the reader understand the mercy of God, even to those who do not deserve it. That's the definition of mercy. God doesn't give us what we actually do deserve. He withholds what we really deserve. And he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked, uh, which is something that Jesus said. Well, we see this in the book of Jonah. So just to go over the four chapters really, really quickly, and we get to the question at the end, Jonah was commanded to preach by God to the Ninevites. This is the, the Assyrian people, barbaric, violent, brutal, 
to the Jews. This this would have been viewed as one of the superpowers of the of the time uh, in that time of the world. This is, I think, ninth uh, century, late ninth century BC. Anyway, around eight eight twelve or something like that uh, 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 BC. So uh, anyway, uh, he is commanded to go and preach there to the Ninevites, and he runs, runs, runs as far as possible as he can, and he gets on a boat, and he heads over to Tarshish, which is like the total other side of the map, uh, as far as he can. And of course, the the on the ship, there's all kinds of people with all kinds of religious views, and and the storm starts to brew. And uh, they're of the opinion that uh, Jonah is the culprit and who's his God and his God is angry with him. And so they they make a decision along with Jonah to throw him overboard. And they want to do that very reluctantly. But it's kind of Jonah who who persuades them. And he says, you know, if you throw me overboard, then the sea is going to calm because I'm on the run from my God. And they're quite concerned about this because they don't want to kill an innocent man. But Jonah assures them. And so they they throw him over. And when they throw him over, of course, uh, as, as the story continues, God provides this great fish. And Jonah is swallowed by this fish, presumably some kind of a whale. And he prays this prayer in Jonah chapter 2, which is mistakenly... Uh, interpreted sometimes as being a contrite prayer. It really isn't all that contrite. He's a little more concerned about himself than anything else and him being rescued and him being saved. And the, the whale vomits Jonah onto dry land and God tells him again, go and preach to the city of Nineveh because it, the, the wickedness of the city has come up to me and go and preach to it, and so he does. He he uh, he's obedient, and he says, you know, forty more days, and Nineveh will be overthrown. And lo and behold, the Ninevites, the barbaric, cruel, violent superpower, uh, the capital city of the Assyrians, the Ninevites repent from the greatest to the least, and they put on sackcloth and so on, which is a sign of repentance and the and the king of Nineveh uh, uh, takes off his royal robes and covers himself in sackcloth and ashes a, a sackcloth and he sits down in the dust and uh, and there's deep deep repentance here and so at the end of chapter three when God saw that they did uh, saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways he relented and did not bring on them the destruction that he had threatened. So he said that he would overthrow the city because of its sin, but he did not because they repented. And so he has mercy on this wicked, wicked city. And so uh, Jonah is very, very upset at this. He is very angry that God does not destroy that city. You know, he's expecting the fire to come out of the sky and torch the city. Um, and he's very angry. And 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 then he says this in verse 1 of chapter 4. Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? This is why I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish, by getting on that boat 
and going as far away as I could from Nineveh. It's like thousands of kilometers away from Nineveh. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God. Old Testament, you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. And he prays and he asks God to take his life. And he says, it's better for me to die than to live. And God says to him, is it right for you to be angry, Jonah? And then he he prepares a little shelter uh, for Jonah. You can read about it in Jonah chapter 4. And there's this there's this, this worm that he also uh, 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 brings up to to eat the plant that's giving Jonah shelter. And Jonah gets very, very angry at this as well and the, because the sun's now blazing on his head and he wants to die. And he says, it would be better for me to die than to live. And then God says, is it right for you to be angry about the plant? And he says, it is. I am so angry. I wish I were dead. And God says to him, you have been concerned about this plant. You know, I provided this plant to cover you, to give you shelter. And then I sent the worm to eat the plant. And now you're angry. You're angry about a plant. Though you did not tend it, you did not make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. And should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, in which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left hand and also many animals. And in some translations, should I not be concerned about that great city? And so it ends with this question. And it's a story about mercy. And you see, our inclination towards, it doesn't have to be a city, it can even be an individual is that we want that person to be punished. We want that person to experience the wrath of God. You know, we want to be, we're like Jonah, and we want to see, oh yeah, I I want to see them punished by God. I want to see them suffer. And God, uh, while he is a just God, he is very slow to, to dispense that. He wants people to repent and to turn to him. And he will give people every possible chance that he can before he ultimately judges, before he ultimately inflicts his judgment and his wrath, you see. But we want it, and we tend to, we tend to be a little bit like Jonah, and we're, we want that vengeance. And God is not like that. He is slow to anger. He is abounding in love. He is a compassionate uh, God, I'll read it again. You are gracious and a compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love. You relent in sending calamity. So maybe you on the other side of this camera or listening on your on your headphones, you know, maybe maybe you, you, there's a person, a situation, a group of people, uh, a classroom, a company, a business, a team, I don't know, an organization um, a town, a city, and you're so angry, and you want to see them punished, and you want to see them suffer, and you want to see God punish, um, be careful, because God, he, he, he is a just God, but he wants everyone to be saved, he wants everyone to repent, and respond 
to the message of salvation through Jesus. And Jesus said it this way. He is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Up to a point, of course. But he is slow to anger and abounding in love. He gives people every chance, every chance uh, to repent and to turn to him. And we have to mimic that type of character. It is not easy to do. And it is not always easy to trust God as the ultimate dispenser of justice. But that's the most healthy thing for us is to be like him. So I hope that's an encouragement to you. And I look forward to being with you again. I'll take a a little day off tomorrow as I'm going to be with our worship band uh, uh, during the evening. And I'll be back on Friday for more of your questions, God's questions. Until then, God bless you.